0: Hey, this is Kev McGrath from the Sparking Entrepreneur Show and today we have Glenn Stevens Jr. with us. Glenn is the mental fitness guide for business executives. He coaches C-suite leaders and business owners to strengthen their ma- mental fitness so that they can optimize their business for revenue and profit. He is known for his talks on mental muscle, positive intelligence and business growth. So Glenn, first off, welcome to the show. you so much for having me. I'm delighted to be here. Everybody knows about the physical fitness and how important it and what it is. So that's a great question to start us off. And
1: I, we use the word mental fitness. It's really about neuroplasticity and the power of neuroscience. So the mental fitness is a combination of breakthrough learning in neuroscience, positive psychology, cognitive behavioral psychology, and performance science. And when you pull those four together, you are. Bringing radical simplicity to how to build your mental fitness. So, we all know physically, like if I'm going to get physically fit, I have to work out my muscles and make them stronger. We don't have muscles in our brain, but we can use that language analogy. And so, it's like we have three mental muscles. And if we can learn how to exercise those three mental muscles, then we can strengthen our mental fitness which improves our resolve and resiliency. It improves our productivity and performance. It improves our personal wellness and peace of mind. And it improves the relationships of the people we live and work with. So it's a great, just like physical fitness has great benefits, mental fitness has great benefits as well.
0: Of course, mental fitness has its own benefits. Let's understand how to build mental fitness. Okay. So what are the steps, what are the processes to work on our muscles which are in our brains?
1: Yes. Yeah. So there's three muscles. I'm gonna tell you what we call them. And what you need to understand, just a big picture, is this is how you can take advantage of neuroplasticity. We have neural pathways in our mind. And what we're wanting to do is build and reinforce neural pathways that move us into the executive function area of our brain, which is the right hemisphere, the front medial cortex, and parts of our empathy circuitry. So that's, we want to build those. And and so there's three muscles. The first one we call the saboteur interceptor muscle. So we all know about getting in our own heads, and sabotaging our own success, like self-sabotage. And in the research that's been done on mental fitness, my certification is with a company in San Francisco called Positive Intelligence. They did research that gets to the very core root cause of why things happen. And we can say things in our heads and believe lies about ourselves in our heads, And those are our saboteurs. There's only 10 of them. So you wanna find out which saboteurs hijack you the most and cause you the most self-sabotage and then start calling them out. So it's recognizing the lies in our thinking that come at us. So here's an example. One of those muscles is called the judge saboteur. And the judge saboteur judges ourselves negatively. We judge others negatively. And we can judge circumstances we're in negatively. And so this is a very powerful saboteur and it creates negative emotions, which slow us down and get in our way. And lots of business leaders know, or I guess just anybody, sometimes you wake up in the middle of the night and it's, oh, why did I make that mistake? I'm such, I'm such an idiot or I'm so stupid or I'm so dumb or I'll never amount to anything or those are all lies Mm -hmm. and they're coming the judge saboteur and mm-hmm. so anyway that we want to one the step one is to recognize that we have these mental saboteurs and we yeah. want to discover what are the lies that we have been believing and be able to be aware of that and call it out and go hey wait a second i'm not stupid that was my judge saboteur and that judge saboteur can leave now i'm going to i'm going to focus on what's real, instead of the lies that is feeding me. So you wanna figure out what's the mental lies and chatter that are slowing you down. Those are your saboteurs. You want to recognize them and and just acknowledge, oh, I just got hijacked by a saboteur. That's step one. Step two is you need to use your second mental muscle, which is called the self-command muscle. And so if you're familiar with meditation, This would be a form of the self-command muscle at work. So our self-command muscle is strengthened when we focus our attention on a sense, sight, smell, sound, taste, or breath. And we focus on that. We intentionally like just stop thinking about everything else. If you want to have a great five minute break from your work, the best break you can do that's most refreshing to your mind would to be to do some of the sensory perception, like just to stop and listen for for what's the farthest away sound I can hear right now. And just pay attention to that for 10 seconds. And then what's the closest sound I can hear right now? Or looking at something and really noticing it, not thinking about it, just noticing it and paying attention or closing your eyes and just focusing on your breath. What I love about The exercises we teach is we, you can do them anywhere. You can do them in the middle of a podcast. You can do them in a conversation with a business client or a person you're coaching. You can do them in a argument with a friend and all you need to do is pay attention to one of those things for 10 seconds. And the research shows that just 10 seconds of that sensory perception will activate the executive function area of your brain and cool down the area of your brain where your saboteurs live so that's the second thing you need to do is just get in the practice of on a daily basis spend some time just focusing on a sense sight sound touch is another one like rubbing your fingertips together like this and paying such exquisite attention to the sensation you can feel the ridges of those fingertips and like just doing that for 10 seconds has this effect on your body. And you can do that anywhere at any time. I see it. So what's the second muscle is the self-command muscle. So first you recognize, oh, how do you, you're hijacked by your saboteurs. If you have any negative emotions whatsoever, anger, disgust, content, guilt, imposter syndrome, fear, those negative emotions are a little signal or a warning that something's wrong and that's helpful but what happens is we tend to stay there after we get the signal instead of moving from the signal to saying well let's solve this problem that i've been warned by my emotional structure with we stay in there and those negative emotions spiral downward and we can get sabotaged and it can really cause a lot of damage so noticing any negative emotions like I don't, maybe I don't know what saboteur it is, but I know I've been hijacked. So I need to stop. I recognize it. Step two, I should do some mental fitness reps Oh, just focus on something. Maybe you need to get up and take a walk and go wash your hands and just pay attention to the temperature of the water on your hands and the sound you make when you're washing your hands and then come back and you're in a different mental place then. And the third muscle we have is called the sage muscle. And the sage muscle has five powers to it. Empathy. And empathy is really important. And it's very difficult. We struggle to show empathy to ourselves or to others. So that's a crucial power to strengthen. And then the next one is we call the explore power, which is all about curiosity. The third is the innovate power, which is all about thinking outside of the box to come up with new strategies, ideas, plans. The fourth, we call the navigate power, where we get in touch with the big picture, what really matters ultimately, and being able to tie into that. And then the last is called the activate power, where we take clear, calm, focused action, not motivated by fear and negative emotions, but by joy, the joy of doing the right thing in the right moment.
0: And it's about how to activate them. Yes.
1: And so how do you activate those powers? We have a little game for each one and the game we use for, is it okay for me to go through these? <laughs> yeah. All right. The game we play for the the power of empathy is we imagine the child. I, to show empathy to myself, I found a picture of myself when I was a five-year-old boy. that kind of captures the essence of the person I was when I was carefree and I wasn't listening to lies in my head about who, all kinds of crazy things. And I, if I want to show empathy to myself, I can just look at that picture and remind myself of this person that I was then, I'm still the same person now. I've learned a lot, I've experienced a lot, but at the essence and core, I'm me still. And so I remember the core of who I am and then I can do this with somebody else too. I can look at you, Karina, and go, I can see this little five-year-old boy playing (laughs) soccer in the streets and full of joy. And I can, so when I'm in a conversation with you, maybe it's not a a fun conversation like the one we're having now, but maybe a tense conversation or we have a disagreement. I can show empathy to you by just remembering Mm -hmm. who you are and I imagine seeing you as this little boy. And I do this. My wife, a lot, I'm married, and when I need to really show her empathy, the best way I can do that is I have a picture of her as a five-year-old girl, and now that image is in my mind, and I can just go to that and remember this sweet young girl, like that sweet person is still my wife, and I see her for who she is, and that helps me to show empathy. in the child, that's a, it's a simple little a game you can play, and it will help build your empathy power the second one the explore power is called we call that game the fascinated anthropologist. so just imagine the curiosity of an anthropologist who maybe discovers a brand new site to dig and they're trying to explore like this is a new cult and a new people group that we've never seen before and so they go in with this great sense of curiosity to find out who were these people what did they do What does what they left behind tell us about who they are and what motivated them and what they were like? So I can apply that same curiosity to myself. Let's say I don't reach my goals for my business this quarter. The judge saboteur is going to want me to go, I'm just a terrible loser and I should give up. And that's, that's, that neural pathway is a well-paved and clear pathway that I need to shut down and instead. I need to reinforce the pathway of curiosity and go, okay, instead of judging myself, I'm going to just try to find out what happened and not to beat it, not to beat myself up, not to judge myself, but to learn so I don't have to repeat the same mistakes. And so I show up as a fascinated anthropologist. I just want to find out what happened. What are the facts? What can I learn? So that's the game for the explore power. The... Game we play for the innovate powers are really fun. I call it's called the yes and game. And uh, this is very effective in conflict resolution as well. If you and I were going to play the yes and game, let's say we wanted to talk about how to make your podcast double in size in the next year. And Mm -hmm. what we would do is you would throw out an idea for how to make that happen. And then I need to, here's how I respond. I need to find at least the. 10% of your idea that I agree with. Mm. And yes, you know what I like about what you just said, Kirian? I like this. Now, that also makes me think, and then I can add to your idea, or I can bring up a completely different idea. And then you respond to me by finding the 10% you like of my idea. What I like about that idea is, and that makes me think. And then you just do iterations of that with each other or a group of people for a while. Because what happens in brainstorming is people shut down because they immediately start judging the idea that was thrown out and finding the reasons it won't work. And what is it turns it on its head and we say, what do you like about that idea? Just find 10%. So when you're in conflict with somebody and they say something that you don't like, before, before saying anything else, force yourself to find the 10% of what they said that you can agree with. Mention that, affirm that and then add more to the conversation. And it can really help with innovation. It can really help in opening up communication lanes when those are difficult. So that's a yes and game. That's for the innovate power. The navigate power, this is a fun one. You imagine, what would my wiser elder self say to me about what I'm doing right now? So like, me imagining myself maybe as a 90 year old man and going today in this decision I have to make what do I imagine my 90 year old wise self would say to me about the decision I have to make right now and I'm connecting then with what really matters and the big picture because sometimes we can get like just tunnel vision in the immediate moment and get fixated on the small things and we don't see the big and this forces your mind to go and think very large and it can give great insight into decisions that we have to make or how we want to show up as a person in a meeting that kind of thing so imagining your wiser elder self and what they would say to you that's the game for the navigate power and then the final power is the activate power and the game we play there is we we basically get in front of our saboteurs. We imagine, okay, today I need to I need to show up at Finn's podcast and I need to be a clear communicator and I need to share some wisdom that I've received with those who are listening in the podcast so their lives can improve. okay, that's what I need to do that's my that's but. My saboteurs, I anticipate how they're going to try to prevent me from doing that. So my judge saboteur might show up and say, Glenn, who are you? Who do you think you are that you could be on a podcast for somebody else? Like, why do you think you're good enough? And that could get in my way and make me not show up at my best. Or I have a hyper achiever saboteur where I can base my worth and value on my accomplishments. And unless I'm accomplishing I'm, I, am i am not worth anything. And that's a lie. Again, my my, my hyperachiever saboteur could show up and just say, you're not, uh, you haven't been on enough podcasts to be on Curian's podcast yet. And, uh, therefore you're not worthy of the invitation. So all kinds of these mental voices in our heads that are negative show up all the time. And so I can anticipate ahead of an important meeting or an important conversation knowing my saboteurs how are they going to show up and so i'm ready for them and what am i going to do what what am i going to rub my fingertips together am i going to imagine curian is a five-year-old little boy playing in the streets am i going to imagine or am i going to listen for ambient noises in the room and just really pay attention to that or am i going to really pay attention to my breath so i can calm down Tell my saboteurs to take a hike and to leave me alone, and then move into whichever sage power I want to bring to that moment. So that's a system. It's a personal operating system that you can apply anywhere. And the key to all of it then is this one question. And the question is, how can I turn the outcome or situation I find myself in, whether I consider it good or bad, how can I turn this? into a gift or an opportunity? How do I turn what I'm experiencing right now or what I'm gonna go through into a gift or an opportunity? And the way to get the answer to that question is just use that operating system. Recognize what saboteurs are impacting you, do mental fitness reps to call, to activate the part of your brain that, it, that goes to where the wonderful powers, the sage are at work, and then decide which of those powers does this situation need and use it to turn this into a gift or an opportunity for myself and then you can never fail because even in a failure you can go okay this happened I'm not going to judge myself for it. I'm not going to beat myself up for it. instead I'm going to say how do I turn this failure into a gift or an opportunity in the future and even right now and therefore I'm able to not stay stuck in self-sabotage but actually look for opportunity and I can do that every day all the time
0: wow And tell us about your clients, anyone that comes to your mind, any experience that they might have had. How did you help them out?
1: I'll talk about yesterday. There's a woman that I have been I do an eight-week mental fitness muscle builder course. So for eight weeks, people work about 15 minutes each day. And over that period of time, you create a baseline of mental fitness. And then for those who want to, They can continue to develop and grow that mental fitness. They learn how, and I've developed a little small community of people who wanna do that. And she's a part of that community. And this woman, I haven't asked permission to use her name. So I'll just call her Bev, that's not her real name, but so Bev, yesterday we were talking about empathy and the empathy power. And I asked her what she'd learned over time. And she said, these were her exact words it's a night and day difference in my life right now. That's a night and day difference. And then she explained a couple of things. One is she double, she's in sales. She doubled her income last year from the year before. And she would say, part of the reason for that is my mental fitness strength allowed me to show up as a better salesperson. I didn't get sabotaged as often. I used my sage power and I was able to be a better salesperson. And it Reflected in, I'm leading my division in sales this year, and so that's one. Two, she said her husband, she gets along with him a lot better, and he probably just thinks I don't, I don't know why she's so much nicer now, but but she knows she's developed her mental fitness. So when his saboteurs come out, we have mere neurons in our brains, and so if your saboteurs come, my saboteurs almost a magnetic force get pulled out of me. It's the natural reaction. We call that saboteur contagion. And so you can imagine two people living under the same roof. One person's saboteurs come out, usually without strong mental fitness, the other person's saboteurs will come out and then they fight each other. And what she's learned is when his saboteurs come out, she's learned how to, when her saboteur wants to come up, she's able to quickly recognize it and then put it down again and then meet him with sage with empathy or meet him with the activate power or her navigate power of what's really does this really is this fight worth even spending time on no so i'm not gonna even let this rile me up and she so her relationship with her husband has improved and uh, yeah she was just really thrilled with how she's experienced benefit both in her work where she's more productive and she's enjoying it more And when she's working with her clients, she said, I've learned how to not be in such a hurry to try to just get all the paperwork done, but to really pay attention to them and make them feel cared for as a human being, rather than just uh, another sale for commission for me. She's really seen as the customer service has improved as well. So that was a conversation yesterday with a woman that I've been working with.
0: So you have been delivering value left, left and center. So yeah, to we'll do all the wisdom that we are having right now. Glenn, tell us about the best ways of reaching out to you. Anything that can help us reach out, your website, your email.
1: Yeah. So I'm the mental fitness guy. So my website is mentalfitnessguy.com. And then my email is glenn, with one g l e n at mentalfitnessguy.com. And those will be the... And then I'm also on LinkedIn. And uh, you can find me on LinkedIn, Glenn Stevens Jr.
0: So simple to find guys, you reach out and Stevens Jr. on LinkedIn and the mentalfitnessguy.com. So Glenn, next question. Unfortunately, the final question is about something that we should all know, right? If there was any one thing we should particularly pick from this conversation, what would that one thing be?
1: Yeah, the one thing if you wanted to remember anything else would be That question I said, we call the sage perspective. How can I turn this into a gift or an opportunity? Asking yourself that question almost on a daily basis. Now, you don't have to turn everything into a gift or an opportunity, but you can. And so what are, maybe you just had something that in the past would have gotten you down and you'd been bummed out. So another woman I was working with She's in commercial real estate and a big deal that she had been working on didn't work out. And she'd had a, a difficult conversation with somebody. And she said, in the past, I would have left that conversation in tears. And the next day, I wouldn't have even want, wanted to get out of bed. I would have sat there. So that is a person whose saboteurs had really gotten their in them. she said, now I, I immediately just go, okay, how do I turn this into a gift or an opportunity? And when you ask that question honestly, it quiets the region of your brain where your saboteurs are. And it does force you to take neural pathways into the parts of your brain where you come up with solutions and ideas and recognize what really matters and the ability to show empathy to yourself, even though... Maybe you're experiencing something you don't enjoy. So that's my one. Learn to ask that question and take it seriously and you will be a tremendous result from that. How do I turn this situation into a gift or an opportunity? That's
0: it. Turn this situation into a gift or an opportunity. Remember that because that can take you places. And thank you so much for such a wonderful conversation. You have enlightened us on our mental fitness and how we can develop plastic habits making us more productive and gain more revenue so thank you so much again
1: you're very welcome I'm glad to be here thank you for inviting me and I appreciate the work you do
0: the pleasure is all mine thank you so much again I am your host Kiran Agrar signing off you guys take care bye guys